Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Hey there! Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on LaughButton.com now. And I think we can go officially LaughButton. Ryacast has, unfortunately, been swallowed up by LaughButton, which is a good thing for us. So look for us on laugh, the LaughButton.com. Uh, today's guest... Week 15 of the pandemic is in the studio with me. (laughs) Sort of. Sort of. Like socially distanced. And he's, yeah, very socially distanced. Neil is in the bunker. But our guest today is a returning guest from April of 2019, show number 80. He is a comedian here in New York City, originally from Texas. If you remember, he has appeared in commercials for Geico, Toyota, Forerunner, episodes of Orange is the New Black, and 30 Rock. And most importantly, he lives nearby, and he said he would move the rug after the show. It's Jason <laughs> Salmon. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for risking life and limb and coming in today. I am the Harrison Ford of comedy. My entire comedy <laughs> career is based on a manual labor that I'm capable of doing in return <laughs> favors. Well, I mean, you live close. That's You're a great guy. Yes, you're yeah. everything. You're a man I of appreciate own. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how's how's it going for you? What have you been What have you been up to with the pan? Uh, you well, know, you grew some facial I, hair. I, yeah, I, which turns out is just an enhancement of my previous look. Yeah, you I had mean, the mustache look yeah. before. And I had no idea before going into this that my look was pandemic rugged. This is, is pretty good. No, it's like you got that little goatee with the mustache, yeah. and you look. You could go like pirate. Oh yeah. Yeah, I well, I or Shakespearean. The greatest part of this is that, like, when I'm inside and you can see me, and I look domesticated, you can go pirate Shakespearean. Yeah, when I'm outside, and normally I would look like a Confederate general or anything that that is racist. Yeah. I've got a mask that, on, and all people can see is my eyes. That's right. You could be Confederate general yeah. from or, the nose up. I look like a benevolent superhero, or that guy in Billions. Bill, you know the (laughs) what's his name's right hand man. Yeah, Uh, Wags. Yeah, Yeah. I do not look presentable. I like it. Yeah, I like it. You smile. You have a great smile. So as soon as you start smiling, the (laughs) the uh, the villain aspect is over. But (laughs) yeah, I'm not a great villain. And you have Wi-Fi problems. Apparently, I do. Everybody needs Wi-Fi now, right? It's crazy. I've done so many shows, and I I did a I did a a baby shower. I did entertainment for a baby shower, which I would (laughs) which I would never have done live. Right. But on Zoom, they're like, "We're going to pay you this much money to just sit in your living room (laughs) and do our baby shower." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I'll do that." And I did it, but like five times during it, I had to log back on to my internet. But it's the worst. We've not we haven't lost Neil yet, but it would be helpful if Neil would just get here. I've about wait. What do you have to? What do you have to do for a baby show? How does that? What's that? What's that time like? It was. Uh, <laughs> it was weird. It was. They were trying to do something different. Uh, so they were trying. They had a chef come on before me. Yeah. And, t- and it was a brunch. It was like a brunch. And so the chef oh, came on and showed everybody how to make French toast. Yeah. And then I came on. To show everybody that not everybody at a baby shower is talented. <laughs> that was, I think that was my job, was to make people feel like they weren't the least talented person in the Zoom. Is it awful when you look at those faces? I did one, too. I, I look at, not a baby shower, I did a show on Zoom, and every once in a while, I would, I'm scanning the faces for the laughs, you yeah. know, and then you'll just see one person just... Like look out of the frame or just leave. <laughs> or just like leave. who can leave? People leave. People walking out of a Zoom show yep. is is the new heckle. <laughs> or it shut really, the camera yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just and you're like, okay. <laughs> this person wants not to be seen. Yeah, I mean we're oh you you're going out of your way to do it for them yeah. and then oh man. Well this was in Texas, so I have a whole segment of my act that's just Texas based food jokes. Oh wow. Which is just This is a I slam mean, dunk. Oh, it's slam dunk. Easy. And they were like easy money. Nope. No, no. no. Oh, they liked they, it. They were oh, for, okay. for the most part. They were. Oh, you always have. This one had like a hundred people on the oh, Zoom, that's and tough. so you're gonna have somebody who yeah. just fades. Out. Page three is like uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't even see him. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. If it goes over one page on the Zoom, 
you can't see all those other people yeah. unless it rotates or something. Yeah. But if their mute, if their mic is off, you never see them. You never do. Yeah. And so they could do whatever, whatever they want. And you know what? I just don't worry about it. I'm just, I'm to me, it's like me describing my act to somebody right. as a conversation. <laughs> That's what a zoom show is. Uh, I the one I did was really good. They were uh, uh, like a health, uh, an HR group, and they were totally into it. Yeah, and everyone's. Did. If they got bored, I just called them out. Like, hey, that's Janet, great. that's good. Yeah, what is <laughs> how that? many people? Yeah. Uh, I'd say it was about fifteen. Yeah, I did one for twenty people for an HR uh, the other day, and it was so good. Yeah, it was it was no no no, and then they told me the money. I was like, all right, I guess we're gonna do a Zoom show. <laughs> Absolutely, take Gina, take Birdie outside for an Absolutely. hour. Absolutely, yeah. that's all it is. Well, yeah. For the uh, UVA, the University of Virginia graduation ceremony on what? They tell you when to clap. They're like, and now I'd like you to clap for these people. So you, <laughs> could do, you could get an applause break right there. Just tell her. I know. It's an applause break right there. I should have. If I figure out the technology, I'm going to wait for Lenny to figure it out yeah. and then tell me all of the pitfalls of trying to put it together. But I just want the technology for instead of my name at the base of a Zoom screen yeah i want it to just have an applause button that i can make flash <laughs> like, i think i could, like a late night show i think i could figure that one okay. out for you i'm like that yeah. that's what uh, i'm waiting for i think you just coming. have to it's it's around the corner having the, all that stuff it oh, can't gosh. be far no it the zoom people are probably like like losing their minds like they invented this thing and all they were just like yeah. and now it's just we got it their stock is going through the roof yeah absolutely and we just, if we can combine all of the Zoom people with all the TikTok people to get all of that technological, like, <laughs> this is going to be a new world. It's going to be a, an amazing place. All right. So while we're, um, you're going down to Texas after, yeah. after this, right after this. And, um, man, are you scared to go down there? Because no. I feel, well, first of all, how do you feel right now? Like this exact moment, like, are you scared being, you're within six feet of me, you know, seven feet, eight feet? Here's the thing is I, I had talked to you yeah. and had known sort of your whole setup and yeah. had told you that I'm hyper paranoid yeah. and I'm uh, only hyper paranoid because I'm going to see my mom. Right. Uh, and, and I don't want, my worst case scenario would be to pass something to her. Right. So I came in and I was like mask and I'm keeping distance and all this stuff. Um, this is the only place I've been uh, that hasn't been Inside. outdoors. Uh, and, and even outdoors, unless I am free and clear yeah. by 20 feet, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remove my mask. Are ever. we being paranoid? Yes, but, there, but I would rather be wrong paranoid than wrong overconfident. That's because, true. Because the, I just until I see my mom. And once I see my mom, I'm fine. If I get sick, I'm fine. We're kind of the same way because we have to go to L.A. in a month. And yeah. Neil like woke up with the sniffles. And we were like, no. No. And then we have it. to trust each other to yeah. go, even if I don't feel 100%, this isn't going to happen. Absolutely. And it's, we have to trust it that we're going to, yeah. the two of us are on the same page on that. And we do. You yeah. know, and you're one of the few guys I would go, yeah, I could trust you. Yeah. Like, um, I, I, that is the thing. I just, it, there are, I can name 25 people who yeah. would ask me to do something in their house <laughs> and I would not do it. In a million yeah, years. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty confident that nothing's going to... Plus, know, the other thing but is to but be... Your, uh, your mom in Texas is, like, oblivious. She's like, oh, just come. I don't understand why. No, 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 no. My, mom, no, no. my mom has been great. My mom... I've Because from the very beginning, part of it is knowing that her son's in New York City, which was the first place to get hit. So yeah. she was going through the worries for me early yeah. on. Plus, my girlfriend got it. Yeah. My girlfriend got it in March. We were in Pennsylvania... I was doing shows. We were going to have a weekend at a B&B, mm -hmm. and she wakes up that next morning feeling awful. And we just called downstairs. We're like, look, she's sick. We don't know what it is. We are going to leave. We are going to clear everything out. We want to let you guys know, have nobody in our way as we leave. We're not going to encounter anybody. We're just going to get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we and she got it. I didn't get it. That's weird. I and I took care of her. We yeah, you're in the, the same car. bed. We were in the Jesus. same car. I mean, it was crazy. That's but, so weird. Um, it, this disease is like that. You yeah, I mean? it it's, is. It's very weird. You don't know, and that's part of the fear of it. Yeah, so, you don't know what it's going to do to you either. Yeah. Right? So that's what my mom's had since that 
since that weekend, my mom has had all of the groceries delivered mm. to her house. She has gone out only for necessities and only heavily masked to places where everyone else is either socially distanced and or heavily masked. Oh, that's good. And you're going down because well, it's Africa hot now and she's got a pool. Yes. And yeah. She, I'm, wait, she's where in Texas? She's what? she's in the Dallas area and she's actually I've been tracking because I get the Dallas newspaper yeah. and I've been tracking the cases and she's in a fairly low case county. But we're all we're doing is traveling there, parking at her house, and staying it. at her house. And enjoying the space that comes yeah. with living anywhere but New York City. Does she have good Wi-Fi yeah. better than your she Wi-Fi? She does have good oh. Wi-Fi. <laughs> she does have good Wi-Fi. That's a huge I deal. I can't help you from there. I actually had, I just I just auditioned for a voiceover thing. And part of oh, the cool. thing was that I had to have good Wi-Fi because I'm recording it at home. But I'm taking all my sound equipment with yeah. me. I'm taking all my video equipment with me. I'll oh, still good. be working and doing stuff. That's cool. How many hours yeah. does it take to drive down there? Uh, it's 24 hours. So uh, are you guys getting out of the car to stay somewhere? We are going to stay somewhere. We're not going to eat anywhere. Mm. We're packing food. Uh, you know, uh, we've got a bunch of disposable gloves and stuff. Right. I called ahead to the place we're staying. They've got us in a corner room on the first floor. Uh, Some of these sta- places have, like, when we go to L.A., um, the, the hotel we're putting us at is, like, they've already said, like, once you leave a room, they're not going to have people in it for like three days, so the yeah, cleaning crew yeah. can come in there. That's what I, I called yeah. this place to make sure what their protocols were. And they're like, look, the only thing we can't guarantee is other people. Yeah. And so I said, just keep me as far away from other people as possible. And all we're going to do is pull in, stay the night, get up early, and yeah. roll. So Damn. we're just minimizing all contact until we cr- get there. <laughs> that's crazy. Um do you go down there with the political situation as it is? Um, I don't want to get too political. I know where you stand <laughs> on this. But you're from there, but you're kind of not. You don't believe what they believe. And a lot of people down there, you're probably going to run into people with a lot of no masks and situations. Are you just going to Are you going to get upset? Here's the thing. Um, because when I'm going to be down there, yeah. I'm probably not going to run into many people without masks because I'm just not going to run into many people. At I mean, some point, you got to go to the store to get something. No, we're yeah. having everything, everything delivered. delivered. She's right. having a Costco delivery come in. I've got to give her that. <laughs> by the end of the day today, I have to give her my Costco delivery A lot stuff. of grilling. Oh, there'll be grilling outside. Go. All yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. We, How long are you going to stay there for? Uh, two weeks. Yeah, nice. She's got well, yeah, a pool and a huge backyard and a, and a wide open. What does your mom or you think about that whole Confederate flag situation? Like, I when I was in the South, especially Texas, yeah. especially Atlanta, when I was down there and yeah. I had to work with people like in their cubes in their office, yeah. they had full Confederate flag. It used to drive me nuts. The pro- the problem with Confederate flag in the South is it has been sold as so many things. I actually it's ta- sold as the South. I actually talked to a buddy of mine from Mississippi who's a comic here in New York City. Yeah, and we were talking about it, and he learned a lot because he had a he had a, a woke teacher. But when I went through history, we were taught, yeah, it was about slavery, but it was about a lot of other things. <laughs> and it's like, and and as you get older, yeah. you you realize, you're like, wait, why is this bothering so many people? So you research it, and you're like, oh, read the Articles of Confederacy. Read the Cornerstone speech. Mm. Those are all like, oh, the white race is superior to the black race. You're like, okay, this is a bad play. <laughs> I, I had one when I went to college. Yeah. I, cause I, I was You're from the South. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. I was like, this is this is Bo and Luke Duke. Yeah. This is this got nothing to do with anything. They biff this hard. Some dude <laughs> <laughs> Some dude comes by my room as I'm hanging it up and he goes, That's offensive. <laughs> and I'm like and it was just this douchebag guy with boat shoes and clearly more money than me. And I'm like, Don't get your you know, he was get right. Out. But then but then this other dude comes by yeah. and he goes, Yeah, screw those guys and I'm like, No. I'm like, All right, yeah. I threw it away. After that dude. After that dude came by and, and was trying to be like, Yeah, I'm on whites forever and I'm like, No. You kinda know everything <laughs> you kinda know everything by some of the you know, from people who worship that flag and I think I think you can you can piece it together. I think yeah. I think Martin Luther King would be sort of happy at how social media has allowed us such a clear picture of people's contents of their character. Yeah. Well, look, I'm from Long Island and half it's half and half. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm like miserable at those people. Long Island I is want to kill them. Is like, all of the ignorance of the South with all of the anger of New York? <laughs> yeah, they're especially like Suffolk County. It's a little better in Nassau, but not not much better. Yeah. My sister's still there. I'm like, I don't remember that growing up at 
all. Yeah. It's it's weird how how it's come, but I got to be honest with you. When I go when I go back to Texas to perform, in, in the past, it, they're wide open. They understand a, a large portion of those people. Mm. Like Texas is half and half at best. Yeah. Uh, so half the people you're going to meet are going to be. It just happens that the loudest, most annoying people are the people on extremes of either side. Are those ones with cowboy hats or they're Democrats with cowboy? Not really? always. You can't oh, yeah, tell by the look. I got to tell you, man. It's it's here's you the, can find a rancher that's Democrat. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, tell look, me because I have a question to ask. You finish telling. What were you going to tell me? About? I, the the you know the more rural you get, the less the less somebody has access to information, and the more that they get it from radio yeah. in the south the more conservative they will be i get it because there's no good just flat out straight up news radio right there's conservative talk radio let me ask you about this i want to switch gears real quick because yes. uh, in december we this past december were you in a, a production of pillow man not this past december. it was the fo- it was, it was oh, okay. a couple was years in- ago neil did you know that he was in pillow man no, I didn't. Where, no, I can you played. tell us about that real quick? What, what was the production? And we saw that play. Uh, Neil on, and I went to see that play. I love that on play. On Broadway? Yeah. So did I. Oh, uh, yeah. It was I great. Saw it, I saw it on Broadway, and that was when I had... Was that like Michael Stolten, whatever? Was yeah, it? Michael Stuhlbarg. Yeah, he's a good yeah, actor. played the guy. brother. Yeah. Billy Crudup yep. was Katerian. Yeah, that's who we saw. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Jeff Goldblum. Was uh was that's right uh, the doctor or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. The only thing I remember from that is it opens with I have an itchy ass, <laughs> and that's the only thing I remember. Do you remember anything that else? Wasn't, about that that play? wasn't the opening of the that play. Was the that opening? was the opening of the second act. Oh, okay, so maybe yeah. that was it. I have an yeah. itchy yeah. ass. That was the brother, Michael Stuhlbarg. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That was that is to date the greatest single play that I have ever seen or read oh, or wow. heard. Yeah, ever ever in my life. Uh, it um, uh, or performed in it it was uh and i i actually auditioned for a different production of it Mm -hmm. and uh got down to the wire of it Mm -hmm. um and i hadn't done theater in so long it had been five years since i had done any theater wow so when i auditioned for it making it to the final callbacks i was like oh wow okay maybe i still got some turns out when i went and saw the production i was like oh you know what they Realized is that I was the only person who got the humor of that play. <laughs> we were dying, right, Neil? It was really funny. It's so funny, yeah, it but if funny and yeah, but if you don't, but if you, so many people will play the drama and the sadness and the anger and the darkness of that play, and that's so easy to do. Oh, that's that's almost every play. It's it's you almost have to get into the um, the head of the playwright. My favorite play ever is True West. True West, and I, we Shepard, saw it yeah. with. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman and John C. Riley. Both ways? No, just one way. They switch every day. Yeah. Right? So we see it one way. It's expensive enough. <laughs> it is. So it is. we saw it. Best production. That's my thing. Yeah. Best production of anything. I think I could play the brother. Neil would be the good, great cowboy. Yeah, yeah. We, we could do that. But um, uh, what I, I, ha- I had no money when I saw Pillow Man. I went and saw it <laughs> and I liked it so much. I took two other people to see it, including oh, wow. my father. My father had been visit, visited New York during that time. Yep. Greatest, greatest single trip I could give my father in his life. He'd never been to New York City. We saw a Yankees game. Yeah. We saw Pillow Man, which is the greatest <laughs> play ever made. <laughs> ever made. Yeah. And then we saw a random... I was doing improv at the time. I wasn't even doing stand-up. Yeah. Um, we saw a random improv show at the place where I performed, yeah. and... Mike Myers stopped in and was just part of the show. And my dad saw that in like a 30-person theater, and yeah. it was so good. So your dad's weekend was like head mind-blowing. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then and he he's goes, like, you and, could live in New York. And then he goes back to Texas. He's like, I'll never go back again. Because <laughs> like, he can't top it? He couldn't. He could, uh, he, no, no, a, not because he couldn't oh. top it, because he couldn't stay in New York. He oh, just, really? He just moved too fast for him. Oh, my God. And that's what was great. That's what I love that, about my dad, though. He's like, he appreciated everything. Thing. He sees tons of, he yeah. saw tons of theater in Texas. Yeah. But um, and then came, and he enjoyed all of that, but all of the other stuff, he's just like, I can't be around that many people. <laughs> Is he still around? He is. He's uh, he's in memory care. He's at the, uh, he's in the late stage. I was gonna say, say hi yeah. from all us city slickers. I'll still say hi. All right, let's do the second one. <laughs> I want to switch gears for the second corner. I want to talk about the NFL seasons because you're a big Dallas Cowboys fan. Yep, huge. And uh, Neil's a big Steelers fan. I'm a Giants fan. I just want to go quick state of the union for this one. Um, how do you feel the Cowboys did in the draft? 
how do you feel the upcoming year is going to be if we're going to have one? Um, Dak signed for big money. Yep. How do you feel about that? Go ahead. Okay. Give All right. Well, thing. we'll start with Dak. Uh, I like Dak. I don't love Dak. I'm, I was a huge Tony Romo fan. Yeah. I will say one thing. Tony Romo would drive me crazy, but Tony <laughs> Romo's in the... He's in the uh, he's in the sort of uh, mold of Brett Favre, where yeah. he's so talented, yeah, but such a gunslinger. I agree that every game he's going to make three passes <laughs> that make you just cringe <laughs> your body into a. Some of them position. are with the game on the line. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But the other thing is, if he only has to make if he only has to make ten plays a game, he's going to be a tremendously successful quarterback. Jerry Jones always had a team around him where he had to make 25 plays a game. Yeah. To me, uh, the day Parcells walked out the door, if Parcells would have stayed yeah. with Romo, mm-hmm. they had something. Parcells and Romo would have been, would have, yeah. would have been great because it would have been such a great balance of yeah. the two. Because I think, I think Tom Brady's a good quarterback, but Tom Brady only ever had to make five plays in a given game. <laughs> That's true. He really only did. All, the rest of the time, he just had to not make mistakes. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the problem with Dak He's not a fourth quarter last minute drive come from behind quarterback, and if you don't have that, you're just he just. That's why I say if he's winning, he's a pretty good game handler. If they're losing, I don't see him pulling out three touchdowns and like magic. He's he's, not. He's not a game winning drive quarterback. That's that's the rough part of that. What do you think, Neil? The problem with Dak and and uh, he just he's he needs to be able to do everything. I mean, he he's like in college, he could run. He could pass, and so. But in the NFL, they don't want to. No one wants to run anymore. So without that option, they're just not as. He's just not as good. It's weird because he kills the Giants when he plays the Giants. He's running. He's passing. Yeah. He's hitting wide open dudes. Maybe because we have yeah. no pass rush. That <laughs> yeah, helps. I mean that does shooting help. fish in a barrel a little bit. But uh, yeah, we've had trouble with Dak the last couple. Of he's years. he is. But a that t- was the thing with a Brett Favre too. When he was younger, he would take off and run. And same at Ben Roethlisberger's best. When he's running around in circles, yeah, and the play goes bad. But Dak, for some reason, wants to just sit in the pocket like Tom Brady. He doesn't work that way. He's much better when he's doing crazy shit. Well, the the crazy thing is, Dak has the body of a he's got he's got the physical abilities of of a yeah. of a Brett Favre style run around create of a of a yeah. Ben Roethlisberger style quarterback. But his mindset is like a pocket passer. Yeah, and yeah, he's been brainwashed into thinking he has to do that. Where he, where when Ben when Ben Roethlisberger has to drop back like Tom Brady, it's a, it's an absolute nightmare every time. He'll throw interception, do <laughs> yeah. weird stuff. He's kind of right. The, the second he starts running around like a chicken without his head on, he always completes it to yeah, somebody. You, you what is that? Yeah, some some guys are built like that. But Ben Roethlisberger, he takes a. We'll transition to the Steelers. He takes shots. After shot, Neil, that guy's gonna. I know Neil does not care. <laughs> I know he yeah. does not care. That guy's gonna be dead by forty-five. There's no yeah. way he's his body is just. He's gonna have to replace everything. He's been hit. I yeah. never seen. And a guy he's get a big it. dude. He's too. a big dude. But so, that, so life, even after football, life is gonna be hard. On I his think body. so. I think so. But Ben just Ben just hit it perfectly in a sense that all that me too stuff came. Like oh yeah, Ben Roethlisberger. Three years, yeah. three years later, he missed all that. Or yeah. he would have been out of the NFL because the things he missed, he, the things he, he got charged that. with would have ended at people. Yeah. Him, yeah, yeah, no doubt. And so yeah, and then he just and then he got in a fight with Antonio Brown, and then it just. But he's he's only great when he's just running around like crazy. Person. All right, and so then they going going back to the defense. Well, how does Dallas's defense? They they're always good. In my eyes, they should be a better defense. Here's here's. I my like problem. Van Der Esch. He went out. I thought they that really hurt them. That but hurt him. I'm a, lot. a big Van Der Esch fan, but then I talked to Greg Rogel, and he's like, "Nah, he's not that good." I'm like, "Come on, he's in every play. That guy, he's solid. Yeah, but he's he's just not. They don't have anybody who is a who is a nonstop playmaker. I mean, uh, I watched Charles Haley yeah. play for the Cowboys. Yeah. And when you watch him play, immediately you're like, there is always pressure on the opposing yeah, yeah, quarterback. Yeah. With the Cowboys now, there is rarely pressure on the Didn't opposing quarterback. Didn't they get somebody in the draft? Did they pick up They somebody? They picked up some, some guys in the later rounds of the draft uh, who could be great. Who could be great, Or yeah. could be That's busts. the thing. It's so hard to get a great pass rusher past the second round. Yeah. And, and even the first couple rounds. The Giants have a guy, this guy uh, the X-Man. Zmenis or whatever O'Shane Zmenis <laughs> and he uh, he they think he's gonna break out into this pass yeah. rusher and I'm like maybe 
<laughs> I don't know. How are the how are the Giants uh, as judges of talent? Because uh, the Cowboys stink at it. I think the Giants for a period were amazing judges of talent. Like was this during Coughlin? This is during Coughlin. A little better during Coughlin, especially Ernie Corsi those years. And now I'm hoping this Joe Judge, because their draft really oddly changed. Um, this year to guys that you wouldn't necessarily think they would have picked. So they see something. It's very much a Lineman. Joe Judge, Bill Belichick kind of situation. Oh, they hit a home run on their first yeah. two. First two picks are, uh, I'll go out on a limb right now, home runs. They picked up a safety who yeah. actually can play anything if they need him to play anywhere. And they picked up an offensive lineman who should be there forever. So that's good. Although but they, I would have, I would have gotten. The, I think there was a lineman from Alabama who I would have picked over, over your guy. guy but, no. but that guy's. It's the difference between a home run and a three-run home run. Well, we don't know yet. I, I mean, mean that, jury's out. That was my thought process. Look, yeah, you're Tony right. Mann just was the best offensive lineman in the history of the. You know, and it turns out he's a roid guy, and, and he, yeah. <laughs> he can't block anybody. Yeah, but right. Tony Tony Mandrich was in that era where you could publicize a draft pick so much yeah. that you're like, oh, this guy's going to be amazing because he's got a terrific story. Yeah, let's put it this way. I'm very happy with No, you should be. I I thought you guys had a great draft. We did. We had a great draft, but you got to get on the field. We um, had we our first pick was CD Lamb who is a top-notch wide receiver and yeah. dropped too low, but you know what we don't need is to spend a first-round <laughs> draft choice on who a guy who could be our third receiver. Yeah. That's crazy. You have that guy Gallup who is Gallup's, great. He is. Yeah. So you have him. You have, we have Amari Cooper. Yeah. We signed Amari Cooper. I don't know. I wouldn't have spent that asset there, but I wouldn't they're have, dangerous. No, if I, had, I mean, they didn't know they were going to get C.D. Lamb. Yeah. And I, I get it. He's a tremendous guy who shouldn't have dropped as low as he did, but yeah. we needed so much help so many other places. Yeah. Big, Wait, so, big uh, loss. We lost our center. Well, go ahead, Neil. Sorry. Go ahead. Is that state? What is? Have you been to the stadium? I have. Yes. Go ahead. What's your theory? Have you been to it? Yes. Yeah, I just think it's it it's too nice, (laughs) and they can't they don't care about winning, and the stadium's too nice, and everybody's kind of happy, and they got paintings and shit on the wall, (laughs) and they can't. It's like the Yankees. It's too nice. It just takes away from it's, like the is, grit. Uh, it, it, well, don't this get is, me wrong. Everyone's building new stadiums, but that Dallas stadium just looks way too nice. Is that true? It it does look too nice. I would not if you if by they you mean the players. I don't think I don't think you're gonna put an NFL player in a position that's not just way too nice. I think it's the difference between having fifty million dollars and having forty five million dollars. <laughs> I think that's the difference. The problem is is that the stadium is reflective of Jerry Jones. Yeah. Jerry Jones is too concerned with paintings on walls and people loving to be at the stadium and selling merchandise and he yeah, does and he has it. never cared. That stadium yeah. is Jerry Jones in brick and mortar. <laughs> he it's just always quiet. The crowd's not going crazy because there there's too much to do. Well, the other thing is, is that it's so big. It's a hundred something thousand seats. So inevitably, a bunch of season ticket holders buy and sell their tickets. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. All right, let me let me go through this. Uh, quick predictions. Then, what do you think the Cowboys' record will be? Uh, Cowboys. I didn't. I haven't seen their. Uh, I forget. I do know that they have the bird gauntlet this year. The what? The bird gauntlet. What's that? Where you go through all of the bird. Teams. Oh, you play all we play the, teams? the Ravens, the Falcons, the Eagles, the Cardinals. Oh wow. Somebody else. Seahawks, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So we play all of those teams. We have the bird gauntlet this year. So we <laughs> All do I know that. is we don't open with you guys finally for really? the first. Yeah, we don't open with it's you guys. It's been like a decade. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like even when, when, when we're down, it's like, oh, damn it. Gotta, and it's always in Dallas. It usually opens it in is, Dallas like on often, Sunday yeah. night. But I think we do have that game, but it might be week three or four. Um, it is always a Sunday night game. Yeah, it's weird, and then uh, which ticks me off because if it's a Sunday night game, it will play on national TV here. Yeah, yeah. And if it's against the Giants, it will play. So I'm right. just doubling up. Oh. I need it to be a Sunday afternoon game I against see. the Giants. I get it. I get it. Um, I think the Giants. I mean, Neil does not believe in Daniel Jones. I do. I really like Daniel Jones, and I think he, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people, and we'll be better, but not yet. I mean. It's all about the pass rush. If we can get to the passer, we'll, our defense will be 100 times better. But eh, I don't know. Um, there's something about our uh, defensive line. That's, we have the same guy nine times. You know what I mean? We don't have a yeah. true pass. If we can get any kind of pass rush, we'll be dangerous. But 
I don't know. Uh, Neil, what do you think? The steel? I think the Giants, eight and eight tops. Eight and eight. Um, yeah, I can see it happening if they really get excited. I'll get excited if we'll get to eight and eight. Neil, what do you think uh, Steelers are going to be? All right, here's my prediction. It's a, it's a Steeler flat NFL prediction. So the Steelers are going to be great because this is Ben's life. So they're going to have this great year. However, in, in sports, this is quick. In sports, there's this thing like if you get a concussion, right, then you have to sit out with a call and you could be out for like a week or two. Yeah. And that's what's going to rear its head. There's going to be like a COVID problem and someone's like a star player is like going to get COVID two weeks and that's it. The season's over. So if the Steelers are doing good, they're going to get hit by like COVID-19, a COVID thing, gone, season over. That's my prediction. That's how NFL is going to go this year. Yeah. I like think- that. I, you're breaking up a little bit, so get to a spot where don't move. You get to a good spot. Um, Speaking of contextualizing, yeah. though, how about this? How about this for a bet? Uh, which yeah. one? Which one happens first? Uh, Redskins uh, win the division or have to change their name? <laughs> I think they'll change their name before they win the division. Really? Oh, okay. they're gonna. They're they have a shot this year. They actually had. They've, the, they've gotten some good. You like that quarterback? Hang, hang. I Look, I don't, Haskins. I don't know. Haskins. Uh, the fact is, is that they, if you build a good enough team around anybody, you could, you could conceivably. But, I saw him play but last year. They're also year. playing in a division that's he was, subpar. What the Giants division? Yeah, I don't know. I think that they had a bad year. That everybody had a bad year. I don't know. They, yeah, they the Cowboys loaded. got worse. I honestly, you think, think the Cowboys got worse? Why? Why? You know why? They lost their center. Oh their yeah, center. Frederick. Their all pro center. Yeah, he retired. Is huh? retired. That to me is worse than every good thing that happened to them. This they, but they took the guy I wanted to take from Wisconsin in like the fifth round. I was like, I wanted the Giants to take that guy in the second round. Look, they got Fredericks in the second round when they could have drafted, or in the first round when they could have drafted him in the third round. Yeah, so who, knows? who knows? Who knows how these who guys knows? Out. All right, Neil, what'd you say? You're, what'd you well, I said eight and eight. What'd you say? I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna go eight and eight. Really, I, Dallas I, I gonna honestly, go eight and eight? I do not. Uh, it's I a don't, true Dallas pessimist. Look, oh, go yeah. ahead, um, Neil. What do you think the Steelers will go? Uh, yeah, I I don't know if they'll play the whole season, but if they are, I'll, I'll I think twelve wins this year for the Steelers. Twelve. Wow. Yeah. All right. Real quick. I, I go. Let's go around the horn real quick. Um, Tom Brady. Is he going to take Tampa into the playoffs? No. Neil. Uh, they do make the playoffs. Joe Montana, and they kind of they miss a play at the end, but he'll get to the playoffs. I agree. I think they'll get to the playoffs. They're pretty good. They they have How's they their line? they flash. Uh, okay. He does not do good under pressure. Yeah, I like, know. Especially constant pressure. But I think they did draft a ton of guys, so they yeah. got to coach him up. But that's hard in pandemic, maybe a new coach. I think I have And their wide or... receiver core is built for, for the long ball. Evans mm. and Evans and uh, oh, what's the other guy's name? The, um, both of them are t- Michael, uh, I want to say, not uh, not Goddard. Uh, I can't remember his uh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Evans and that guy are both big and fast and strong. Evans can catch anything. That guy's great. A&M grad. Oh, God. All right. Played with Johnny Manziel. Uh, and, uh, all right. One, real fast. One word answer. Are we going to make it through the season? Yes. Neil? Yeah, but like uh, Hiccups. teams will get hit with the COVID if people sit out. But, yeah, the whole season is going to happen. I I don't think it's going to happen. No. I really don't. No. Okay. I don't even think it's going to start. But if it starts, I'll go. That's legitimate. Giant. But I feel like the wave's going to The wave is coming right Smack in September. I just have a feeling that maybe like, all right, if they start it, they won't finish it. it some, some I bad. thought if if it if the wave was going down now yeah. because of all the heat, I agree. I, f- I feel like that would have been my answer. Yeah. But because it's still going up, I yeah. feel like by the time we get to September, it'll be going down. All right, let's see what happens. Good prediction. That that that, and that leads us to our next segment called Predict the Future. So that was the first <laughs> one. This is a new segment we try to do, but um, I love it. Uh, we'll go through these. We'll go first. On, you're going to be on stage doing stand-up comedy in 2020. Not a Zoom. You got to be on a stage somewhere in 2020. 2020. A club. We are. We are currently in month six and a half. That's right. 2020. Anything left this year to be on stage? I here's. I think. Yeah. Under under ten performances. Okay. Uh, and I think they will be s- specifically designed club situations where there's heavy ventilation, mm-hmm. minimal seating, 
And I, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I will say, I will say five or less. Actually, I don't know what I'm going to, if that even gives me an opportunity to do it, I don't even know if I would, you know what I mean? At this point, cause it involves, it's not even this club. I was saying I could stay outside the club and then, Oh, you're on. I walk in there. I get to take the mic. I do the, the gig. I walk out. I don't touch anything. I PRL. I go home. It's the subway. That's what scares me the worst. I'm getting my city bike. <laughs> it's a good idea. Yeah. I might be on your shoulders, but I don't think I'm going to be on stage in 2020. I yeah. really don't. I just think it's too, un, until I'm, the numbers have to be super low for me. Yeah, I get it. It's going to be mean, a tiny fair, window. In fairness, in April when I was on the show, I did predict that the next time I was on the show, we would be six plus feet apart and I would be facing a different direction. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, no. That would have been unbelievable. That would have been, awesome. been one for And the even books. if we were talking about something else and it was a joke, I didn't remember. I was like, oh my God, can you imagine? I don't know. Maybe he's playing a dunce cap role. Some uh, Neil, what do you think? Uh, my prediction is I'm all going way off the rails here. Vaccine in late August, early September. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Everything everything returns to normal. However, my little twisty is just like the Will Smith movie, I Am Legend, the <laughs> vaccine becomes the real problem. Ah. Uh. You're just, trying to write a, you're just trying to write a <laughs> <laughs> YA novel, aren't you? <laughs> nice. That's good stuff. All right. No, I say, I, honestly, I say vaccine rolls out in September. And, uh, I don't. I have no idea if it will be real or not, but it's rolling out. That's well, what our government's good for now—a straight-up vaccine. Here's lie. the that's, thing: that's, our government is good for saying there's a vaccine rolled out, <laughs> and it turns you, out you it's just—it's yeah. just—it's exactly, just erythromycin. <laughs> <laughs> how about um, how about uh, riding the subway without a mask in 2021? That is not happening. Oh, in 2021? Yes. 2021. I, here's, I, yeah, yes. I'll do it, I'll do it, and then make sure that I'm not, you know, I'll do it in a situation where I will take precautions afterward. Mm. But I, I have a, I do have a longstanding thing that short of a, of an emergency type situation, Mm -hmm. that, the subway, the germs that I've picked up on the subway have kept me <laughs> from getting certain things. Uh, that's possible. Neil, so I don't think I'm wearing a, I think I'm going to be having that mask in my pocket, if not on, on my face, on the subway, all through next year. Oh, by the way, Easy. I will always have a package of masks with me. Yeah. I'm not, crazy, I'm not right? discounting that. I'm just but, saying I'm going to be, everybody's going to have like their phone now. I got to add my mask. You got your mask? Yeah. You know, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And if not, I'm going to have that. I'm going to have to, if I, I forget it, of course, at one point, I'm going to have to have something over my face. I've got a I line my, of these bandana, <laughs> these bandana style uh, gators. Yeah. What do you think, Neil? Uh, 2021. I'm thinking like I remember with 9/11. After 9/11, you're scared. You're gonna you're scared to go on the subway because you're gonna it's gonna be yeah. you're gonna get shot or the subway's gonna blow up, right? Right. So I, I feel like eventually I feel like I, everyone's gonna ride the subway and they're just gonna have the same thing. Except when you walked into the subway, all the soldiers were there, all the guns, everything, and they're gonna have. Except they, now the subways will be. There'll be more PPE, more hand wash, and so then I think I'll ride the subway, and I think everybody will start riding. Again. Not riding the like, subway. You know, I'm saying ride. ride the question was ride the subway without a mask. When's the next time that's happening? Yeah, I say yes because I think they're gonna. I say in the fall, I'm sticking with it. I think they're gonna <laughs> PPE everything, no no mask, clean everything, and you'll feel really good about riding the subway. Right. And this is only because you said 2021. I do yeah. think I don't think at the beginning of 2021. All right. Well, so I, again, I don't. I cannot see all. I think all next year is just at, fucked. I mean, let's assume Trump is not the president, yeah. and I'm, I'm probably going to bite my tongue. Another, it's going to take a while to clean this mess up. It is. Go ahead. If you if you if you go get tested right now for antibodies and they tell you you had it, you you live, you got it, and you're fine. Do you ride the subway free and clear? Ooh, that's a good one. I here's I think that from a societal standpoint, it is it is probably good for your community to just put on a mask, yeah. just so that people feel better. Yeah, 
I mean, to me, it's just an act of kindness. Well, you're it gonna really get, is. You're going to get the, why aren't you wearing a mask? I have the antibodies. Yeah. Well, How am I supposed to know that? that <laughs> I, will, I will say that since, since all of the, all everything's dipped down in New York, when I see somebody without a mask, my first thought is, what the? And yeah. my second thought is, maybe they have the antibodies. Yeah. But if I see you with a mask under your chin... I know you're just a douchebag. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, I think, I don't know. I, I think you have to do it just from what you said. You have to have the mask. At least you show that yeah. you have some sort of care. If you have no mask around your head in any way, shape, or form, that's the one where I'm like, this guy doesn't give a crap. Having a me. mask is the, is the never forget hashtag of 2021. Can I tell a quick story? Um, so... My doorman, there's a guy who lives in, I'm in D, there's the, I think E. This guy, Eric, lives in E, right? Goes downstairs. He doesn't wear a mask, this guy, okay? He doesn't know any, he doesn't live with anybody. He's, he's probably in his late 60s. He's, he just walks around the neighborhood. You know, he'll go for a walk, right? And the both times I saw him, no mask. So apparently the story is he's in the lobby, and another lady comes in with her dog. She's all masked up. And, you know, she sees this guy like, hey, where's your mask? You know, there's a rule in the building. You got to wear a mask. If you're an elevator, you can't even go on with another person. Wear a mask. So where's your mask? And he goes, you're six feet away from me. And the lady goes, <laughs> the lady goes, gives him hell. I mean, like, that's the, there's a rule in the building. You got to wear a mask. You can't be riding the elevators. It's disrespectful for everybody. And blah, 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 blah. This guy waits till she's done screaming at him and goes, I'm glad you're wearing a mask, lady, so I don't have to look at that mug. (laughs) That is such a New York thing. (laughs) Literally, I feel like everybody I see not wearing a mask is also saying that. Yeah, (laughs) basically. I don't want to listen to your stupid face. All right, let's do... uh, Wait, what if they just have? What if they make the cars different? So they have the the front three, the mask cars, then the non mask cars. Wouldn't that help everybody? <laughs> I guess, but there's going to be no enforcement of it. Then you're making yeah. the police enforce it. Now we got another problem. So they enforce it on a certain. <laughs> Plus, if you're on the subway platform, you're not counting how many cars. Yeah, exactly. Nobody does that, right? Um, okay, let's go for a couple of crazy predictions. Predict the future. The next game you attend in person. I don't care what sport. Game, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a lot. That is a thing that I'm like, eh, TV's good enough. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. I have no need to go to a game for a long time. I'm gonna call it baseball season next summer, probably mid, like this point next summer when it's probably over or low or hopefully, yeah. who knows? That's the earliest I would go, and I gotta be, you know, I don't know. It's that's 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 the earliest I can even think about going to a game, Neil. Uh. Not going to any game I like on TV. I don't even care that there's no crowds in the soccer games when I watch a soccer game on TV. Yeah. And the only time you're going back to the game and letting you know the answer, if one ticket comes available, it's the only way. If what comes available? One ticket. You know what it is. You know what the seats are. Then oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what Neil is saying is Leslie Jones gets row one, seat one of Yankee Stadium right behind the catcher. And if we get those seats, I'm like, mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, at that point, you just at that point, you just have to quarantine with Neil for for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. And Leslie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to, you know, yeah. yeah, if she doesn't go out. So I'm not worried about Leslie. But yeah. I guess it would be worth it. That lobster tails in the in the fancy area is good stuff. Here's here's the thing. When you get to heaven, it just makes people be like, "Yeah, I would have done the same thing." <laughs> I mean, if you are, I mean, that might get you into heaven if you're like, "Look, this is how I died of this." This is, yeah. and by that point, they'll probably have Yankee Stadium will probably be selling little catcher's mask shaped masks <laughs> to put over your face, so it'll look pretty cool. All right, let's do this one called, I want to call, two quick ones. One is called Crazy Trump Prediction. Give me your craziest, you can go off the rails, I don't care. Neil, this is your perfect chance to be creative. Crazy Trump Prediction, here's mine, I'll start. He's going to get impeached again. Again. Is that crazy? Of course it's crazy. But could he get impeached? There's no window, this till November. But he's so nuts, they'll give it another shot. That's what that's my yeah. prediction, but and it probably won't happen. But that's my crazy prediction, crazy Trump prediction. He gets impeached again. Okay, Jason, uh, my crazy prediction: he gets coronavirus, dies, and everybody and half of America calls it an assassination. 
<laughs> I like that. Neil? Oh, I know what's happening. This is, I don't know if it's a prediction or just what's going to happen. I'm, I'm sticking with the thing. They're going to do the whole vaccine shit. That's coming next in September. Then, then that comes the heat. And then he loses. Then comes he didn't lose the election. Then comes the real battle. And I don't know what that's going to entail. It's going to last forever. Oh, okay. And, and uh, that's my prediction. All right, it's chaos. Uh, yeah. Election chaos. I will say this: this is that is is an instance like should should Trump lose? And, yeah, um, is that's where the Republican Party basically either decides, okay, we're done with this type of government, yeah, or we're going full bore, yeah. And yep. that I mean, literally, what happens should Trump lose is all up to the Republican Party because if the entire Republican Party says, you know what. You're done. This was a fair election. You need to step down. Right. That changes the trajectory of everything. If they decide, no, we're going to pretend like this was a travesty <laughs> and we're going to also fight it, then yeah. chaos. Well, some of them probably will hopefully won't be there as well. When it's true, happening. true. But it's it's the Republican Party is that's the, the party that's going to decide how that how that happens. All right. Last one real quick. Will there be anyone in Times Square for New Year's Eve? Will that be an empty scene in Times Square on New Year's Eve? They drop that ball, and nobody is in Times Square. Neil, wait, wait, wait! Say that you cut out the last part. You cut. You're cut now. We're gonna have to redial your number. But are you? No. Is there gonna be anyone in New Year's Eve on Times Square? I'm. I'm afraid. I mean, unless all my other predictions, let's throw. Let's throw away. They're all wrong. Then and then I. I we're at a Zoom New Year's Eve, and it's super depressing. <laughs> okay. Um, Jay? I I say it is. There will be people in, in Times Square on New Year's Eve, and they will all be from out of state, and they will... They will be 75% <laughs> wearing... Uh, I mean, because this is post-election, too. So That's they will true. be protesting Trump's ousting. Yeah. Um, I say no. There's going to be nobody in Times Square on New Year's Eve. And I'm going to have to agree with Neil. It's going to be depressing. But I think, I think here's my happy ending. January 1, after New Year's Eve, it's all gone. The vaccine is, they'll come up with it. Yeah. It's, it's on the horizon. Yeah. The new regime will come in. They'll tell everybody, don't leave your house for two months. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's really yeah. going to, it's going to turn. Like, we'll put the country back the way, you know, what's supposed to happen yeah. to knock it down. And we'll knock it down. Yeah, I think, I think uh, New Year's Eve is, is never something that inspired me. <laughs> so, to me, a Zoom New Year's Eve, yeah. I'm like, that's, that's how I would like oh, to celebrate it's gonna be, New Year's Eve. Could you imagine the just cutaways on New Oh, just be bad. <laughs> just be bad. All right. Um, we're going to do one more corner. Um, and it's, uh, we're going to play this, that, and the other thing. So, I give you a choice of one of two things. Okay. You decide which one would you take, or you can go off the board for a third one of your own. Okay. That's how we do it. All right. And for some reason, I don't know why I came up with this one for the first one, Neil, but um, bar soap or body wash? What do you use? I, my, my wife is appalled by the fact that I still use bar soap, and I just take the bar soap like a prisoner yeah. <laughs> and wipe it all over myself. I like bar soap. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm a bar soap guy, too. There and, you go. Uh, and especially in this whole pandemic thing, it feels like I'm in jail. So yeah. to me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to work out more. I'm going to read books on the law. And I'm going to use bar soap. <laughs> You'll be oh, out on parole soon. <laughs> That's all I want. You know, my wife blows me so much shit for that. Do you get, does your... Uh, girlfriend blow No, my my girlfriend's a bar soap person too. That's oh. part of where we connected. We're both uh, wait, we're... Uh, bar, wait bar soap with the washcloth. Oh no, I go straight bar soap. She, I think she uses some sort of exfoliating uh, loofah or yeah. something. But it, yeah, yeah. To me, it's just bar soap. I'm full prisoner bar soap. Yeah, Neil? absolutely. Well, my first question is: Are you are you and your wife uh, uh, showering together? Are you talking to Jason? No, I'm talking to Lenny. I'm not showering together. My wife has got... If you look at our bathroom, I got a bar of soap. I got a bottle of shampoo. There might be some conditioner in there. And then the rest of the shelf is 49 bottles of my wife's elixirs to do hair, exfoliating, washing, (laughs) foams. 
shaving. I'm all, in on, gen- I'm all in on body wash. I'm on the hair and body wash. And in that, you do all of it in one. It's soap and hair shit. And you just throw it together because I don't have any hair left. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, right. you might as well just be de-loused every day yeah. like a prisoner. You should just I mean, hose you down. Yeah, why you should just hook up a fire hose to one end of your shower. Wait, do you use a washcloth or you just like you're taking the junk in your hands and just rubbing it all over yourself? I just take that junk in my hands and I rub it, and it's so easy, super Walmarty, but I like it. I think that's exactly how they did it in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> it, is. it is. With buckets. It was buckets. Yeah, <laughs> All right, let's go to the next I one. Did, I, by the way, I oh, will yeah, I say it. this. One good thing about body wash yeah. is that every once in a while, and I don't know if it's cyclical, but my girlfriend uses the same bar of soap, and every once in a while, I walk into the shower, and I reach down to pick it up. It looks like it's wearing a wig. <laughs> It's too much hair. It's yeah, so much hair disgusting. on this. Could you just take all the hair off your, you know, when you clean What's, yourself up after, clean up of yourself. Don't she even is, start. She is so clean. Yeah. And she oh she makes our, our, only, our place is so. The only flaw body wash is that I've noticed in the last couple of years, the colors have gotten super strange, strange, like very like. Mountain Dew colored. Yeah, like aqua mountain dew yeah. colors. It's like clearly I'm killing myself with chemicals, <laughs> but I still go for it. Ah, that's flavor. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. What were you saying? Your wife is very she she's, keeps the place she's neat, so pristine and clean, uh-huh. and she always keeps everything cleaned and and and. But her spotless. soap game is garbage. Soap, soap game is the only thing that I can bring up where I'm like, you've disappointed me. It's amazing. The rest of the time, I'm the disappointed. I think my wife's the opposite. She would keep the soap clean and be appalled if there was a hair on the soap. Yeah. But look at this shit. There's shit everywhere, you know? <laughs> I got extra rugs hanging around. I got 9,000 pillows we don't need. You know, it's just, uh, ugh, for God's sake. All right, next one. All right, in general, Mother's Day or Father's Day? Mother's Day is a celebration. Uh, Mother's Day is the thing where you're like, look, I, we, we've taken advantage of you. Yeah. You've, done, you've done a lot of things that, that society doesn't deem yep. marketable. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is your day. L- listen, my, I, dad's, my dad just wants to be left alone on yeah, Father's Day for his too. entire day, Father's Day. Me so. too. <laughs> That's all I want to be left alone. You can't get it. I don't want the attention. They got this backwards. You yeah. know? Just have double Mother's Day. And the second one, you got to get out. Right. But no, after seeing everything Gina has to do with the baby, you know, like all these moms have to do with her, and the baby follows her around like mini yes. me. And yeah. she, my wife goes to the bathroom. She has not gone to the bathroom in two years yeah. without mini me sitting next to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? She just went. So I'm definitely going Mother's Day. Neil? Yeah, I mean, I go buy gifts. And I mean, for Mother's Day, I can just, there's so many great gifts to get for my mom, you know, the flowers, the clothing, the. It's just there's so many options. You feel great about it, and for Father's Day, there's nothing. So I, I agree. Just cut the whole thing out for Father's Day. Yeah, I don't want a tie that I can tell yeah. you. Please don't buy me. A I tie. do. I do have a video, a cowboy video for both Mother's Day and Father's. Uh, Day. I want to talk about that at the end. They're touching. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna give you a choice. Of, I agree. We all agree on Mother's Day. So um, I don't even know why they ever called this the three R's. It's one of the dumbest things ever. But reading, writing, arithmetic. You know, yeah. Which is yours? I bet yours is. I'm going to go on the limb and say yours is reading, mm, arithmetic, arithmetic. I am. I was an engineer before yeah. I before I stopped and tried to be an entertainer. Uh, <laughs> and so I was same. Yeah, I I was math. In fact, my SAT, I scored a perfect score on the math. Damn, eight hundred on the math. Eight hundred on the math. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's that was my thing. I was a math major in college, Where and I was not even close to an 800 on the math. <laughs> I, knew that, I knew that math was the only thing I could control going in. Yeah. That I knew if I, if I did the math well, that mm-hmm. everything else could suffer, because you never knew what words they're going to put on. And this guy says he did the math. I he did the did, math. Did you do the math? I did the math. I did the math. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Neil, I, I, I'm hard-pressed to understand which one of these you're going to pick. I know it's not math. I know. I hate. It's got to be writing. To both of you guys, uh, I, I really, I can only pick two that I want to be, which is I, I want to read a lot and I want to write a lot, but I don't. So I'm probably none of them. <laughs> the, is there uh, a TV option in there? Because I can watch yeah. TV like nobody else. Visual? Is there? A, is there? A, is there a rewatching? <laughs> a fourth R? Nah, I guess so. Rewatching, re-watching Frasier. 
I'm going with Jason. I'm definitely um, why, Neil. Why wouldn't yours be writing? You just finished writing a whole script. No, it is. I want to be a great reader, and I want to be writing all the time. But I can't really say that I do that. But so I, I want to be those two. But um, I can't lie to you guys. Well, of the three, as far as I know, you reading is definitely not it, and arithmetic is definitely not it. So I'm going to say yours <laughs> is writing. I would, if they ask you again, go writing. I'm going arithmetic too. All I do is, I mean, stats for the Giants, but also just numbers. Numbers. I, yeah. I, my wife's like, why do you talk to yourself when you go to sleep? All I'm thinking of rent payments and not like <laughs> literally i'd like yeah. talking to myself if this happens i'll have this much money it's like numbers constantly that's the only reason i'm sane is because i've been oh. able to categorize things <laughs> numerically <laughs> when's the go. last time i mean obviously the pandemic but when's the last time like you go, would go to barnes and noble and run out and grab a great book no or read it? never i mean i read i read one to two books a year tops and it's always a friend of mine that wrote it now Really? So, like, for example, we had Tom Dreesen on the show, Neil, uh, legendary yeah. comic. Yeah. And uh, he wrote a book. That's the one. That's the one you read. <laughs> I read a book during the pandemic. You did? The Sweet Hereafter Oh, I've by heard. Russell Banks. That was a movie, Amazing right? Amazing movie. I had seen, yeah. seen it ages ago. Part of what my girlfriend and I decided to do when the pandemic started yeah. was every day we were going to watch a movie at four. Oh, wow. So just to sort of establish like a routine. This is what we do. Yeah, so we did that, and I was like, oh, we should watch The Sweet Hereafter, but I'm like, you know what? I've always wanted to read the book, so I'm like, I'm going to read the book. Once I finish the book, we'll watch the movie, okay. and I did. So we, we Well, uh, which was? The movie held up great. In fact, watching it after reading the book was made it even better. Oh, wow. Yeah. Great. Who's in that? Uh, Ian Holm, who just died. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, and Sarah Polly. Oh, okay. I remember yeah. that. Great. Now, did you feel... Did you feel better after you finished the movie or after you finished the book? The book by far, because to be able to go, oh, yeah, I read the book for that movie is the greatest condescending <laughs> thing that, that I don't get to say that often. Oh, my God. That's the great. It is. When you finish Isn't a it? book, it's like you won the World Series. Like, I read the book. And when they, <laughs> when they make, yeah, when they make the book that you finished reading, not knowing that it was going to be a movie, when yeah. they make it into a movie, yeah. that is the greatest singular feeling. I will go see that movie simply because I want to tell somebody, the book was better. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you want to say. The book was better, yeah. That's all you want to say. The book was better. My mother used to say that every time. My mother was a crazy <laughs> reader. My father's a crazy reader. My sister's a crazy reader. Me, nada. I mean, I like it. I just yeah. don't have the time. I do too. And, uh... And I just remember my mother. That was her thing. Oh, the, the book, book is better. better. I seriously, I almost choked her one day. <laughs> I'm going to kill you if you say that again. Do not tell me. But the first time you, were, I remember as a kid, you'd watch a movie and then you know you should read the book. You yeah. know, like read the book. There's a book about. Yeah, that? you know, like The Natural came yeah. out, and uh, that was the first one I ever read that they made into a movie. Like had already read the. Oh, you'd already the read. Teacher it? handed yeah. me, and then they made the movie, and I'm like. I think that was the first one I could say. I think the book was better. <laughs> I mean, the book was darker. But the book is darker, but Way the darker. movie's great. The movie's great. The movie's great. Uh, the Whammer. Such a great movie. Um, all right, let's do... Uh, I think we have time for one more. Um, would you rather... This, that, this, that, or the other thing. Dinner at a restaurant. Like dinner at a full... You know, like the old days now. Yeah. The good old days. Or a no worries, no mask, no problem haircut. Uh, I'm going. Uh, if I go first, you want me to go first? Well, I know this one for you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Guy with I no hair. I almost want to do it right now. I mean, dinner at a restaurant with the, the outside tables look so inviting. I feel like Ew. I'm ready, do I'm ready they? for that. What? I don't want to eat on the street. Gina and I keep talking about this. They're like in the middle of the street. It's yeah. disgusting. I like that. The amount of people that walk by you on the street, yeah. the amount... I mean, granted, in New York City, there's a lot of mask wearing, which is pretty decent. Um, but the amount of people that walk by you on the street yeah, gross. just increases. The thing. Well, what about you live near like, what is it? AJ Kitchen. They changed the name of it 10 times. Yeah, yeah, Don't you yeah, live on that? Yeah. It's like Columbus, the corner of Columbus and 72nd. Mm-hmm. And they've put tables in like the bike lane, whatever. It's yeah, like all the way yeah. out in the street. So literally, you Yeah. Whatever. Right there by the post office. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no no that one not oh they're both they doing that the oh, okay yeah. yeah they're in the street but on but right on Columbus like there's gonna be cars so much right by yeah. you people walking by you you're you're insane you, I I I'm, would love to go to a restaurant that has a rooftop 
Oh, that's a good idea. That would be that would be the thing I would small love to restaurant, do. lot maybe small, four tables yeah. in four corners. Four tables, four corners, just a full out steak dinner with a baked potato. Damn. This guy's got some good ideas. <laughs> I've been dreaming about this. He did the I mean, math. I, I, I did the math. So <laughs> he did the math. Neil, uh, Neil, what? Where do you want to go for dinner? I just want to sit. I would go. I, I agree. I don't want to be on like a main. Although I could then say after the pandemic's over, like if you ate in the middle of Columbus, you could be like, I used to eat here on the street, right on here. The street? But other than that, I, I guess it is crazy to eat outside. But I, I want to. I don't know. I got to eat at a restaurant. I, that's what I would choose. Look, I feel bad for these local restaurants more than anybody, but <laughs> you're nuts. I'm sorry. We're going to have to just do takeouts. I, I can't. Yeah. I don't condone this at all. I do takeouts you know? with local restaurants for that purpose. I'm like, look, I'll patronize you, but yeah. I am not going. The good news is New York has followed the rules, and everybody, yes. I, I would agree. Jason will back me up on this. Neil, you haven't been in town. The Upper West Siders have done a really good job at social distancing, wearing yep. the mask, and that's why we're, New York is where it is. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. the rest of the country, you fucking morons. We gave you the, the template. Te- everything, all you got to do is listen, but no. But the yeah. one thing you do, did do when we told you don't do it was elect a moron. Yeah. We know he's a moron. But, you we, know, we said maybe don't elect a guy who doesn't know how to keep a government intact. Yeah. So because there might but be I an mean, emergency when I was in Pennsylvania. Like I said, I think I told you this, Lenny. There was on Sunday morning. There was a line. Everyone's out hanging outside at Danny's. Yeah. Like, he's told me. Dennis is a Danny's packed. worth getting like, no. dying over? It's so no. crazy. As, but what, what can you do? As a guy who has written multiple scripts over plates of Moons Over My Hammy with extra hash browns at Denny's, I concur. There is no Denny's. As much as I love Denny's, there is no Denny's worth this. All right. We're done. I agree with Jason. All right. The way we end the show is one good thing or one bad thing of the week. I will begin. The good thing of the week is so Bertie and I have been waking up every morning and getting out the door by 9 o'clock. And I don't come back till 12 so Gina can get some work done. And this is every day for almost four months. It's going to be four months when we're at the end of this. And um, before we go to L.A., Neil. And um, they finally opened the playground. We finally got back to opening the playground. So she forever, she was like, why can't we go in the playground? She's pointing to the playground. I'm like, the, the, I would show her the lock on every playground we saw. And finally, just miraculously, she must think, they opened this playground and I can go on the swing. So I, And not only that, I found the shady one near the house. I put her on the swing. We're there first when it opens at 9.01. I put her on the swing and we swing for 45 minutes until any other kid shows up and wants that thing. And I don't have to schlep her. I walk. I usually walk like five miles around the city a day. So this has been a godsend for both of us. I'm 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 happy, but now I'm twice as paranoid because once other kids show up and all the other parents show up, and I got to hose her down every time she gets on the thing and hose her down every time she gets off the thing. So I'm twice as paranoid, but I'm I'm uh, I'm grateful that we've done what we're supposed to do, so the kid can have a, a better experience than just hanging out with me and walking around and. Looking at ducks, she can actually have some fun. Neil, go ahead. Well, that sounds like phase two. You love phase two. I uh, mine is that I, I'm back in the big city. Out, I've been no, in the middle of nowhere for so long, and, and my favorite thing is like the first second I got here, boom, I got hit hit up for two homeless people, and then this guy on. This is all from the car to the apartment when I drove <laughs> in at like six o'clock and got out, and then this. This guy with the cane was walking and screaming at everybody, and then he tripped and fell. Oh, and then I'm like, shit. And I, and I didn't know if I should pick him up or not. But I just love that I was back in New York, and those are three great things that happened to me right away. <laughs> You're back, baby. Jason, one good thing or one bad thing of the week? Uh, good thing is uh, we just downloaded uh, several audio books for our uh, 24-hour journey to and from Texas. So Anything by the time ex- what I are you get excited back, about? Uh, I will be an avid reader. There you go. And what are you excited about? Uh, we downloaded uh, Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Talking with Strangers. Oh, great. Uh, Let me so, know about yeah. that when you get back. I love Gladwell, man. I love a little bit of Gladwell. I love um, highlights of Gladwell. Revisionist history. Yeah. Such a <laughs> good, good one. Oh, so good. Yeah, I like um, Outliers is good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Um, Jason Solomon, thank you for coming in. But before I, yeah, give, so much. before I give your social media, I'm sorry. I just want you to explain. You have this thing on YouTube called uh, Cowboy Explains. Yes. Just tell everybody real quick where it is, what is it, and um, 
And well, yeah, where can they find it? If you type a Cowboy Explains into Google, mm-hmm. uh, it will pull up my YouTube channel uh, or Comedy Central's YouTube channel. Uh, and it's got these cowboy videos. Uh, I did about six or seven of them with Comedy Central, starting with Fourth uh, of July coming yep. up, uh, Labor Day, uh, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas. It's, it's a subtle parody uh, of a cowboy explaining. Stuff it's to like people. it's like drunk history if the drunk person was a teetotaler, <laughs> uh, and just it's it's like history. Uh, as as told through uh, through uh, by a by a very uh, uh, confident man who has the reading capacity of a third grader, <laughs> uh, and so that's that's sort of the whole deal. But I I did a Mother's Day and Father's Day thing for my parents, like literally as a card for them, mm. uh, and my dad is he does have uh, Alzheimer's, and so. Every year I go back and retweak it for the last two years, and it's literally on Father's Day. It's like having a different conversation with my uh-huh. dad because I pull in pictures from the year, and it's an interesting cool. – it's a really – I mean, the whole process of doing it has has been great for that. That's amazing. So. Go check that out. Um, Comedy check Central it out. backed it. It's great. I hope they keep making them. Um, your social media www.jason-salomon.com Instagram no is, www oh just if, if Jason, you type www yeah. it actually sends you to my old website oh my god jeez yeah. alright so it's jason-salomon.com yes okay and your Instagram and Twitter are the same J Salmon comedy right thank you again for doing this I yeah. appreciate it thank Thanks you so Thank you for helping me move a rug and staying socially distant. Doing and manual labor socially distanced was weirdly uh, fulfilling for me. It really was. All right. Everybody stay safe. Have a great trip to Texas. And we'll Thanks, talk man. to everybody next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Four Corners Podcast was created, hosted, produced, and engineered by me, Lenny Marcus. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.